Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbert. And I'm Courtney Browns. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, it's a new year and a great time to start afresh. So during the month of January, we thought it would be a good idea to discuss conservation leaders and how they've impacted our world and the natural world around us. With that being said, our first conservation leader that we are talking about today is Aldo Leopold. So we chose to start with Otto Leopold because he was considered by many to be the father of wildlife ecology and the United States wilderness system. He was a conservationist, forester, philosopher, educator, writer, and outdoor enthusiast. So Leopold was born in 1887. He was raised in Burlington, Iowa, and he developed his interest in the natural world at a very young age. So he spent hours observing, journaling, and basically just like sketching his surroundings. And then he graduated from Yale School of Forestry in 1909, and he pursued a career with the newly established U.S. Forest Service in both Arizona and New Mexico. And when he was 24, he was promoted to supervisor for the Carson National Forest in New Mexico. And in 1922, Leopold was instrumental in developing the proposal to manage the Gila National Forest as a wilderness area. This actually became the country's first official wilderness area in 1924. So in 1924, as I mentioned, uh, Leopold actually transferred to Madison, Wisconsin, and it was there that he continued to investigate ecology and even the philosophy of conservation. And in 1933, he actually published the very first textbook in the field of wildlife management. So it was later that year he accepted a position in game management at the University of Wisconsin. Fast forward to 1925, and Leopold and his family, they initiated their own ecological restoration experiment right there on the old farm along the Wisconsin River. On the weekends, the family planted thousands of pine trees and restored the prairies. So Leopold, he was actually author of articles for both professional journals and popular magazines, and he wrote a book geared for general audiences, which would examine humanity's relationship with the natural world. Unfortunately, one week after receiving word that his manuscript would be published, Leopold died of a heart attack on April 21st, 1948. Uh, it was a little more than a year after his death that Leopold's collection of essays, A Sand County Almanac, was published. Have you read A Sand County Almanac? I have. I actually have a copy of it. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's a really great book. Uh, so, more than 2 million copies have been sold, and it's actually become one of the most respected books about the environment ever published. And Leopold has come to be regarded by many as the most influential conservation thinker of the 20th century. One of Leopold's best-known ideas was actually the land ethic, and this called for an ethical, caring relationship between both people and nature. So, ethics kind of directs all members of the community to treat each other with respect for the mutual benefit of the entire community. But the land ethic basically expands on that definition of a community um, to include not only humans, but all other parts of the earth as well. So in Leopold's vision of a land ethic, the relationships between people and land are intertwined. 
So in this idea, care for people can't be separated from care for the land. So a land ethic is a moral code of conduct that grows out of these interconnected relationships. Leopold published his land ethics essay in 1949, and this was meant to be a finale to his book, A Sand County Almanac. He didn't define it as a litany of right and wrong, but more as a set of values that naturally grew out of his lifetime of experiences in the outdoors. He believed that this direct contact with the natural world was crucial in shaping our ability to extend our ethics beyond our own self-interests. He hoped his essays would hope to inspire others to embark on or continue on their similar lifelong journey of outdoor exploration. I think one of my favorite excerpts from that book um, was a section on it was deer hunting and how he felt that um, by removing wolves and um, you know killing as many as possible it makes for better hunting and he realized that he was I think he was actually shooting a wolf he kind of looked in the wolf's eyes and kind of realized it was like that one one of those moments defining moments in his career that that wasn't the case at all um, and it really turned his life in a different direction um, and made him appreciate conservation more and um, you know populations and how they can all be beneficial because they all play a role um, yeah so let's talk about the leopold foundation that was established um, back in 1987 uh, five children of Aldo Leopold's actually established the Aldo Leopold Foundation in Wisconsin. Uh, they work to inspire ethical caring relationships between people and nature through Leopold's legacy. And the foundation owns and preserves the original Leopold shack and surrounding lands. Um, the foundation's also committed to ongoing stewardship of the pines, the prairies, the floodplains, and the forests that make up the Leopold Shack property and uh, the 600 acres that surround it. In 2007, uh, Leopold Center opened to the public. And as I mentioned, is in Wisconsin, if you want to check it out. Uh, the center serves as a headquarters for the Leopold Foundation a visitor center, and a meeting facility. So today they actually continue to emphasize ecosystem health as they care for the landscape. Uh, so because of Leopold's conservation vision, uh, it really called for a shift from managing small separate parcels to partnering with neighbors. They also manage the Leopold Pine Important Bird Area, or IBA, and that's actually a 16,000 acre preserve for rare bird species. If you own property, you probably know sometimes land health is a difficult thing to measure. So the foundation uses the abundance of diversity of birds in the area actually as an indicator of their overall ecosystem health. And there's several reasons they use birds for this. Um, the first being that birds are relatively easy to identify and count. And the habitat needs of specific species are also well studied, meaning that the success or failure of different birds can actually tell them a lot about how the plants, animals, and other parts of the ecosystem are faring. So in particular, a dramatic decline in bird species can tell us a lot. You know, the canary in a coal mine scenario. Yeah. And for these reasons, they believe that the Leopold Pine Island IBA can actually serve as a model for other IBAs and important resource management areas. So their bird survey protocol alone has actually already been recognized as a possible model for identifying future important bird areas. 
That's pretty great. Yeah. Well, we hope you learned a little bit about one of our most notable conservation leaders, but more importantly, we hope you take the message of land ethic away from the show. And if you get a chance, pick up a copy of the Sand County Almanac and read it. I think everyone can probably learn a thing or two from the essays within the book. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we have a couple of uh, events, or at least one event to mention, and then also something about a program here at the Conservation District. So the first thing we want to mention is Master Watershed Steward Information Session for Susquehanna County. Uh, I just want to read the description, and it might give you a better idea of what this is all about, or what Master Watershed Stewards are all about. And so they, they ask, do you have a deep love of water, wildlife, or woods? Uh, do you enjoy learning about the environment and being outdoors? Is it important to you that we preserve our waterways and natural areas for future generations? Uh, if so, join the Master Watershed Steward Information Session for Susquehanna County and learn about the MWS program. So you might be asking when this is, and it's Thursday, January 20th from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. And this event is actually free. It'll be held on the Zoom platform. Uh, if you want to receive the link for the meeting, please contact Penn State Extension at 570-278-1158. They'll send you an email and you'll be all set up. You just have to register for the event. Um, so who's this for? Uh, again, kind of reiterate what I mentioned already, but those who have a strong desire to make a positive difference in their communities, those that have a keen interest in the environment, are willing to learn and teach, and those who have some time to volunteer. Um, so maybe you're wondering what you'll learn. Uh, if you do attend the training session, uh, you'll learn about the MWS program training, structure, commitment, and requirements. Uh, you also learn about the type of projects and you'll be introduced to valuable program partners and you also learn about Penn State Extension and the land-grant college system. Um, so if it sounds like something that you're possibly interested in, I definitely recommend that you reach out to Penn State Extension. Again, the phone number is 570-278-1158. I'm sure you can also go on their website and find out some more information there as well. Uh, but it's a, a new program starting up in the county. Great way to get involved. Um, the Conservation District is partnering with them um, as part of our countywide action plan. Uh, so it's a great way to get outdoors, volunteer, uh, teach, or learn something new. So the second thing we wanted to talk about is a program here at the district. It's the Farmland Preservation Program. And since its start, the Farmland Preservation Program has preserved over 6,000 acres of farmlands in Susquehanna County and is looking to continue to increase that amount every year. So this program ensures that Pennsylvania's prime farmlands will continue to be productive and exist for future generations to continue a deeply rooted tradition of making a living by farming. And the way this program is able to do this is through agricultural easement purchases so agricultural easements are a conservation tool that compensates agricultural landowners for the right to subdivide their properties without changing the ownership of said property. So the program requires that a minimum of $2,000 of agriculturally sourced income is generated from the property 
and that the properties have and are working towards utilizing agricultural conservation plans. Currently, the application period for this year is open for operators in Susquehanna County. Um, it will close on January 15th. So if you are an operator or own property that's being used for agricultural production and are interested in seeing that those lands are preserved, you can contact the Susquehanna County Conservation District um, at 570-782-2105. Well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have any questions related to our shows or what we mentioned as far as events or programs here at the district, you can definitely contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. Again, the number is 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our conservation corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You have been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors.